You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number seven. We have the person of God, which is Christ. We have the written word of God, which is the Bible. And the living spirit of God within us coming together to effectively communicate God's ultimate desire, his ultimate plan and vision, his blessings, his intention for our life. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Welcome to the show. Are you already part of Blessed Nation? So you might be thinking, all right, Jay, what's Blessed Nation? Well, Blessed Nation is what I lovingly refer to here at our community, at Your Blessed Life. And this is a community of like-minded people who are interested in pursuing God's best for their life. If you're interested in living a life that's promised to be rich and satisfying, I want to invite you to join Blessed Nation. If you're ready to live life to the fullest, a more abundant life, a life where you don't just survive, but you thrive, I want you to join us. If you're even just open to the possibility of something bigger, something greater in your life, I, I think it's going to be for you. I want to invite you to stop by the website. It's yourblessedlife.com and join us for regular insights teachings, and resources that will bless your life. So join Blessed Nation today. Hey there, my name is Jay Marsh, and I am excited to get to be here with you today, and I want to welcome you to Your Blessed Life. Let's get right into the show. The communicated word. That's what we're talking about today is word. Not words per se, but word. And you know, on this show, we're likely to have several episodes that talk about words as it relates to Bible teaching. But today we're talking about the word, word. You ever heard that expression before? What's the good word or word up or just word? Give me the facts. Tell me the truth. Tell me something good. It, what does word mean? You know, I'm reminded of how this understanding of the word word in the Bible leads us to, well, it leads us to significant truths. It leads us to meaningful facts and to something good, something greater than really anything that's of this world. So let me ask you, when you think of word as it relates to the Bible, what comes in mind for you? Uh, maybe, maybe it's the written word of God. Maybe it's Jesus. Maybe it's that prompting, that guiding of the Holy Spirit in your life. Yes, yes. The answer is yes. All three of those things, all of those things are accurate descriptions when we think of word. So when we look at word in the Bible, it's not really limited to, to one idea or, or one definitions, but it's actually these three words no pun intended, these three words in one. 
I think the best way that we can understand the meaning and the power behind word in the Bible is, is we give it the names that accurately describe what these three different meanings are. And so in order to do that, we have to go to Greek. So if we look at the Greek word for word in the Bible, we see identified in these three ways, logos, graphy, and rima. Okay, so let me explain them real quickly, and then I want to I want to give you kind of a an illustration. So when we look at the graphy word, the graphy Greek form, we see that it is the written word, and we we refer to the scriptures when we think of the written word, right? So if you're in the written word, it's like you're reading the blueprint. You're reading the instruction manual for your life. And when I, when I said instructions there, it made me think about this acronym. I, I used to think it was kind of cheesy, kind of corny, but I've really come to like it because it's so applicable. And that is this acronym. It's a cute little acronym for the word Bible. So when you break down the spelling of the word Bible, B-I-B-L-E, it goes like this. B is for basic, I is for instruction, and B is for before, and L is for life, and E is for earth. So you have basic instruction before leaving earth, Bible. I mean, I think that is so cute, and I think it's so real and so accurate. So I mean, it made me think of that when I think of the graphy Greek word, for word. So the idea behind graphy is, is it's the printed pages of the Bible, right? Okay, well, let's go to the next definition, the next Greek definition for word in the Bible. And that's logos. Well, logos, that's, what does that mean? Well, that's the living word. And we, we simply just can go to one of the most familiar verses in scriptures and in, in the book of John in the very first chapter of John, it says, in the beginning was the word. But if you look at the, the actual translation, it's in the beginning was the logos, which is really interesting. So I'm going to read that, that one scripture to you, John 1, 1. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. But the, the actual translation says in the beginning was the logos and the Logos was with God, and the Logos was God. So what are we referring to there? Well, we're referring to Jesus. And we can even look a little bit farther down in that chapter of chapter 1 in John to verse 14, and we see that Jesus was the Word made flesh, or with the proper Greek translation, Jesus was the Logos made flesh. Isn't, I mean, isn't that fascinating? So this physical incarnation of God's original vision for us was his son, right? Was Jesus. So this is God manifesting himself through his son, Jesus, as a man, as flesh. I mean, I just find that so cool. Let's jump into the, the third and that final Greek definition for word. And it's rima. Rima is this prompting or the guiding 
of God. It's God's personal, present, active voice in each of our lives. And it's awesome to see how the Rima word comes to life through the scripture, which is kind of an interesting parallel if because you, you have both word and word, you have the graphy word and the Rima word working together through the word. Kind of neat. If you look at Romans 10, 17, there's this really cool verse and it goes like this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that word is the Rima word. Interesting. So I want to give you this example. So I have a real estate background in development and construction. And so I see this example like this. So pretend with me for just a minute here as I make up the story using some real estate examples to create a metaphor for word. Okay. So let's pretend that God is this majestic architect and he's come to you and to me and he said, all right, Joe, John, Mary, Alice, you know, just insert your name here. I have this wonderful vision for you, this wonderful vision for your life, right? And my desire is to create a masterpiece life for you. I want to build an ideal life for you. So I wanted to sit down with you and I wanted to share with you this master plan. And so when I create this vision for your life, I want to make sure that you don't miss any pieces, any parts to it. So there you are. You're sitting at this table with God, this big architect table. And God is getting ready to help you design or go over the designs of your life. So he says, Alice, Mary, Mark, Mike, you know, just put your name in here. The definition that best supports word is found in these Greek definitions of word, logos, graphene, rhema, right? He's communicating these three words to you. And he says, it's so important that you get this design for your life that I have for you that I can't limit it to just one word. I want to give you this 3D version of this design for your life in the best way possible that I can communicate it to you in these three words. As we build out this masterpiece life for you, I'm going to give you these tools to make sure that you have a full and complete understanding of the vision that I have for your life, right? So this is still God pretending to, to be the architect, right? So he's saying, these tools are, are, they're yours to use. And I want you to refer to them daily, each and every day during the building process of your life. And he goes on to explain them to you. He says, you know, you have the graphy word, which is that written blueprint for your life. You know, I can envision God in this little fun story saying, okay, so you and all your subcontractors that are designing this life here or building this life, you can re refer to this document, this graphy word, time and time again. They can, they can act as your actual blueprints. So you can make sure that the construction of your life is on track with the vision that I have on this document, right? And so he goes on to say, if you look at the logos word, so this logos word is like having the opportunity 
to see the the finished work of God's physical incarnation of his original intent through his son, Jesus, right? So in this example, the Logos word, we get to see that living picture of the finished work in Christ. It's the perfect display of what God wants for our masterpiece life. And it's like we get a sneak peek of the finished construction even before the work begins by getting to see the Logos word, the living word in Christ. So finally, God says, okay, now you've got the Rima word. And the Rima word, this is as if God has given us, I guess, like a job superintendent. So on any construction job, you've got a supervisor. You've got someone who's running the job. And this job superintendent in the form of the Rima word is going to be by your side 24 hours a day, seven days a week during the entire construction process of your life. He's going to prompt you. He's going to guide you. He's going to direct your thoughts, your heart, and he is going to help you to stay on track to the original design. So God goes on to say in this story, the Rima word is this personal, relevant, even conversational voice of mine that's going to be inside each and every one of you as my children, as those that have received Christ to be their Lord and Savior. So, you know, as I, I think about that story, I think about how as Christians, we have this real meaningful relationship with God. This is how we get to hear. And I put here in my mind, I put it in parentheses because it's not limited to our ears, but we get to hear the voice of God in our life. Romans 10, 17 says it this way. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the word in this verse is the Rima word. It's God's personal present voice in our life. So here's another cool thing that God does for us regarding his word. He uses it, the word, to strengthen the other. You know, I kind of alluded to that in the very beginning of this episode, but let me, let me kind of go a little bit deeper into it. Let me explain it. So God gives us the Rima word many times through the graphy word. So you have the conversational prompting spirit of God through the Rima word communicating us or communicating to us rather through the blueprint of the Bible. So he's essentially speaking to us through his written word. Isn't that cool? I mean, as followers of Christ, we have access to the Rima of God, right? His fresh, relevant, personal word, which through he guides our path and he, he orders our steps and even tells us what to do and how to do it. He tells us how to pray, when to pray, what to pray. He prompts us at all times and in all things to do his will. The spirit of God within us, the rema of God, once it's released within our life, it gives us the power of God's love. 
And I, I'm confident that this Rima word is to build us up, to build people up, to break down strongholds, and to ultimately release the fullness of God's goodness into our life. When we line up our will and our words with God's, there is absolutely nothing that can stand in our way. We are in perfect alignment with his word. Nothing can stand in our way. Nothing is impossible. And it all starts with hearing his Rima, his personal, relevant, communicated word with you. You know, just as a side note, as I'm in my office here, I'm kind of glancing over to one of my bookshelves and I see this, I see the strong concordance and a Bible dictionary I have there. And, and those are two great resources that I use to help me fully understand this Greek understanding and translation of word. So I just want to put that out there for you. If you're, if this is something that interests you, when we look at this three in one of God's word, it's really the essence of the person of God, which is Christ, right? The written word of God, which is the Bible, and then the living spirit of God that's within us. It's how they come together to really effectively communicate God's ultimate desire, his ultimate plans, his blessings, and his intentions for our life. It's so awesome that that God wants to communicate to us in this threefold manner. I mean, it really speaks of the attention and the care that he gives in his communication to us. He, he gives us this 3D model to design our life in the way that he originally intended it to be. When I reflect for, for just a moment on, on the desire that God has to communicate with me as his child, he leaves no no stone unturned. His communicated word is this incredible demonstration of the depths that he goes to create fellowship with me, with you, to establish companionship with his creation and ultimately with his children. You know, it makes me think, man, I'm, I'm, I'm always going down a rabbit trail. So for just a minute, I want you to go down this proverbial rabbit trail with me because we're talking about communication here. And when you talk about communication, not only is it the cornerstone piece of having an effective relationship in Christ, it's a cornerstone to having an effective relationship, period. Relationships. It makes me think about marriage. Because marriage is something that's near and dear to this ministry and to this life that I'm living. And if you're married to the life that you're living. So whether you're trying to be an effective marriage partner or an effective parent or just the overall necessary skill to be an effective leader, this whole idea of communication, it undoubtedly rates extremely high and is extremely significant as it relates to being important to God. I, I suspect that no one understands better that significance of effective communication than God, because I think ultimately the that's what he yearns for, that relational communi communication with us. The way in which God has shared that communication for our life, the way he's communicated his plan for our life, we get to see it in this word. God's desire is to have 
a relationship with us. And this word, this Greek word, is that that three-pronged approach of communicating his love and his vision for us. It's that personal communication that is really the basis of every real relationship. If, as God is saying, you know, the things that I have for you, the things that I want to share with you, the things that I'm getting ready to communicate with you, they're so important that I want to make sure that you get them. I'm going to give them to you in three different ways, which is really ironic because I've always said for me and my learning style, I need to see it or hear it or experience it almost three times to really effectively get it. And then here I see God communicating this to me in three different ways. He wants to make sure that we get it. He wants to make sure that he has effectively communicated the fullness of what he wants us to understand in his word. It makes me think again about the role of communication. And I'm thinking about relationships in particular. I'm working on some marriage project stuff right now. And I want to share something with you that I know will will bless your marriage for years to come. And I want to just say this because it's before the show, I'm, I'm working on this, this stuff. So it's this at the heart of a successful marriage is personal and effective communication, regular, honest, open, safe, engaging communication in a marriage will put you on a path to lasting and loving marriage. It will. This idea of a personal and effective communication between a husband and wife is one of the secrets to a loving and lasting marriage. And speaking of secrets, so I'm, I'm working on a marriage pilot course over at yourblesslife.com. And if you're intrigued about having a loving and lasting marriage, I invite you to go over to the website. In fact, if you go to yourblesslife.com slash coaching, you can check out what I'm doing in this up, upcoming marriage pilot course. So I know that's kind of a, a sidebar, but when I think of communication, I just can't help to want to share that with you. Okay, so it, I think it's safe to assume that communication is a big deal, right? And whether we are to design our masterpiece life or a portion of it, you know, in our relationships, in our parenting, in our marriage, God's word, it always brings us back to, to his love. I'm so grateful and thankful for the guiding of his word, for that instruction for that prompting that leads me to that victorious life in Christ. I praise God for it. I feel like I've been on a race here. I'm excited and grateful that we get to spend this time together. I look up at my, my timer on the show here and I can't believe I've been chatting already for 25 minutes, but I'm, I'm glad to get to spend this time with you and I'm glad that you're here with me. It's an honor to get to be your guide and your, your host and your teacher and even your coach during this episode as we move down the, the path of your blessed life. And if you enjoyed this show so far, I want to ask you to share a review with us. If you listen to the show on iTunes, you simply click on the Your Blessed Life cover art there. And you'll see the ratings and review button. You click on write a review. And from there, you just tap the number of stars that you want to rate and review the show. And this review is important to us because this is how iTunes looks at the show and says, you know what? This show is worthy of us sharing it with our community. 
So I hope you'll support us in that manner. I want to thank you in advance for taking the time to rate and to review the show. And you know what, Bless Nation in general, I want to thank you for tuning into this show today, right now. And I look forward to sharing that next episode with you. And speaking of next episode, man, I have an exciting guest that I'm going to introduce you to. In episode eight, I'm going to introduce you to this fun, crazy guy. He's a a former U.S. Marine F-18 fighter pilot. He's a four-time best-selling author, and he's an amazing leadership and marketing coach. I want you to prepare to hear some amazing stories from this guy. I know they'll inspire you. And one of the things that he says is, when God promises to take care of you, you can take it to the bank. And he has such an interesting story to back that up. So I look forward to sharing episode eight with you. So until then, Blessed Nation, remember that God loves you and he wants to bless you. 